Welcome to Manifest Action, the podcast, hosted by me, Sarah Love. I'm an educator, success coach, and I'm here to help you break up with your excuses so you can start taking the action you need to manifest your dream life. If you're ready to get out of that endless cycle of procrastination and create big shifts in your life, then you are in the right place. So settle in, listen up, and let's manifest some action. Hi guys, and welcome back to Manifest Action, the podcast where we focus on taking consistent aligned action so that we can manifest everything we've ever wanted. Today is going to be a bit of a different episode. You're going to need a journal. If you're driving or anything, that's fine. You can definitely just kind of think of these things in your head as we're going along. But if you're able to, I highly recommend actually writing down what comes up today because we are going to be diving really deep into getting clear on why you procrastinate. And if you'd like this in written form, then you can go to the show notes and download my ebook, Unprocrastinate. Everything I'm talking you through today is in there. It's absolutely free. Go and download it. Uh, If you don't have time to do the journaling now, you can do it later. But I think doing it live with someone talking you through it is also a really good practice as well. So I'd like you to really take your time with this episode. Definitely pause it when you need to. Spend some time reflecting. Uh, And even if you're not writing, perhaps a little bit of time to pause and reflect would be good too. So today I'm going to walk you through some journaling to help you get clear on what exactly you're procrastinating on and then go into why you're procrastinating on that thing. And then at the end, I will be sharing two strategies that can, that are really going into the how of how to undo that procrastination and overcome it. So let's dive in to the what. First of all, we really need, before we can start to overcome procrastination, we have to get into the what. What have you been putting off? Being productive for just the sake of it is not the goal. You need to make sure that your actions are aligned so that you can manifest what you want. So what goals are you currently procrastinating on? This is journal prompt number one. What kind of tasks are you the most likely to procrastinate on? Just to give you an example here, do you procrastinate on things like health-related activities? Do you procrastinate on your side hustle project, your studies, things that kind of take up a lot of brain power or, or require a lot of time in front of a computer screen? Do you procrastinate on the things that involve on reaching out to other people? Just kind of get clear on what it is that you're procrastinating on. And next with the what, let's get clear on what you find yourself doing instead of the task that needs doing. Do you find yourself scrolling through social media? Turning on Netflix or YouTube as a way to kind of switch off before you get started, but then end up watching three hours of it instead? Do you find yourself doing busy work around the house, like laundry and other kind of chores like that? And finally, with the what, I'd like you to write down three 
to five areas of your life or specific goals that you would take action on if you could just stop this cycle of procrastination. So maybe it's a fitness goal that you've been putting off for ages. Maybe you have plans to start a side hustle, but let's get clear on what it actually is. What's your side hustle? Maybe you want to start studying something. Maybe you want to grow your following on social media. Maybe you want to take up a new hobby. Maybe you want to learn a new skill like a language. What would you do if you could just stop procrastinating? And then we're going to move into the why. Let's dive into the reasons behind your procrastination. Spend some time thinking deeply about what thoughts and feelings are getting in your way. I'm going to go through a list of reasons why people tend to procrastinate and give you a bit of an explanation for each one. There are seven in total. And as I'm going through them, I'd like you to rank them, rank yourself with these on a scale of one to 10. So one or even zero could be, this is not true for me at all. 10 being, wow, I actually feel like you're talking to me. And then after I've been through the list, I'm going to walk you through a journaling session, really helping you dig deep into the why behind these. So here are some unhelpful thoughts that lead to procrastination. Number one, the need to be in charge. When we're tasked with doing something by someone else, we might put it off because we don't feel in control of our lives. Procrastinating gives us back this feeling of being in control of our own time, even though it might not seem like it. Number two, pleasure seeking. Our primitive brains are wired to help us move away from challenging, uncomfortable, even painful things towards pleasurable, easy things. And this wiring would have helped our ancestors survive and get away from danger, but it doesn't do us many favors these days. Procrastination has us spending time doing things that are easy so that we can conserve energy for when we're faced with actual life or death situations, which just doesn't happen too often in the modern world, fortunately for us. So rank yourself on one to 10 there. Number three, fear of failure, judgment, or disapproval. Again, our primitive brains are at work here, keeping us safe from judgment of others or failure in the eyes of others because our ancestors would have been shunned from their tribes for these reasons and isolation would lead to certain death. We just don't have that problem in our daily life these days. Of course, it's only natural for us want to want to be liked by other people and we do need relationships. We are social creatures, but we don't need approval from everyone. So it's really important that we learn to overcome these blocks. So with failure, with judgment, with disapproval, rank yourself on a scale of one to 10 here. Number four, a fear of uncertainty. We procrastinate when we can't be certain of the positive outcomes of doing a task. If starting a business isn't guaranteed to make us a millionaire, but staying in a job with a steady paycheck will keep a roof over our heads and food in our fridge, then why would we risk losing that for something that might not happen? 
perhaps you have this fear of uncertainty, rank yourself on this one. Number five is low self-confidence. This is linked to the fear of uncertainty. When we don't believe in our ability to make something happen successfully, procrastination protects us from possibly looking foolish in front of others if we don't do a good job. Rank yourself here. Number six is depleted energy. Procrastinators love to say that they don't have time to get the things done that they want to, but the truth is they lack the energy needed to do it successfully. Learning how to rest without guilt is one of the keys to overcoming procrastination. Are you guilty of this? Rank yourself. And finally, perfectionism. We procrastinate to avoid the shame of realizing our best work isn't perfect or good enough. Then when the work doesn't turn out that well, we can use the excuse that we quote unquote didn't try our best because we procrastinated. We never have to risk finding out that our hardest work isn't good enough. Okay, so spend some time reflecting on how you ranked yourself here. Was there an obvious one? You might even think that all of them apply to you and that's fine. You might feel that one or two really, really stood out and that's great too. So go back to your goals that we talked about in the what section of this journaling session and have goal number one in mind. The first one that you wrote down, this will likely be the one that's at the forefront of your mind. And then with that goal in mind, I'd like you to answer the following questions. Number one, what feelings of discomfort come up when you imagine undertaking this project or completing this task? You can use your why here. Do you feel that people might judge you? Does that make you feel uncomfortable? Why? Do you feel that perhaps you aren't capable of doing this task? Does that make you feel uncomfortable? Why? Anytime something comes up, ask yourself why that comes up. So you can get really, really deep here. You might want to pause before going on to number two. Number two, what excuses do you come up with when you put this task off? When you imagine doing this task, do you tell yourself, actually, no, you're too tired to do it now? Do you tell yourself you'll do it after you've rested for a little while, but then you never get to it? Do you tell yourself that it's not the right time for you? Do you tell yourself you need to learn something first before you get started on this thing? What excuses are getting in your way? Again, you may wish to pause here. I'm going to move on to question three. What activities do you tend to do instead? Instead of this thing, instead of taking steps towards achieving this goal, What do you do instead? 
if you're telling yourself that you're too tired and you want to rest first, do you watch Netflix instead? Do you tell yourself that housework is more important at the moment and you find yourself folding laundry instead? Do you find yourself just, you know, pretending to work and maybe just switching between tabs? What are you doing instead of taking steps towards this goal? And for number four, I want you to think about some positive consequences of doing these alternative activities. And there probably will be some, even though it maybe doesn't seem like it. There are positives to completing house chores because it means that you'll have clean clothes or a clean house or food to eat. There are positives to watching Netflix because you'll have something to talk about with your friends. You'll have relaxed and switched your brain off a little bit, even though doing it for too long is definitely not helpful. There are definitely some positives towards these alternatives, otherwise you wouldn't do them. But there are also negative consequences of doing these activities. What are the negatives of spending three hours watching Netflix? What are the negatives of putting off your workout? So now with the goal number one, you are super, super clear on the why. Why are you procrastinating on this thing? And now you can go back and repeat these five questions. I'll read them again in a minute in case you want to write them down. For goals two, three, four, and five. If you only have three, that's fine. But repeat these questions for each of your goals. Number one, what feelings of discomfort come up when you imagine doing this task? Number two, what excuses do you come up with when you put this task off? Number three, what activities do you tend to do instead? Number four, what are the positive consequences of doing these alternative activities? And number five, what are the negative consequences of doing these activities? So now that you're clear on the what and the why, I'm sure you're dying to know how you can actually go about getting over it. So I'm going to share two helpful strategies with you to help you overcome procrastination. So being more aware of your procrastination habits is key to overcoming them. So if you're not feeling like you're aware enough yet, maybe go back and journal a little bit deeper into these. So nipping it in the bud is really important when it comes to procrastination. And I'm going to talk you through two of my favorite strategies to start kicking your procrastination habit to the curb for good. I know we've talked through a few goals that you have, but for now, I'd like you to focus on just one. One goal, the most important goal for you right now. What is it? Write it down or hold it in your head. And I'd like you to hold in your mind as well or write down as well your excuses that come up for not doing this thing. And strategy number one that I'm going to talk you through is changing the thoughts around your excuses. 
When faced with doing things that are considered challenging, boring, or perhaps just things you don't feel like doing on a Sunday afternoon, we tend to come up with excuses as to why this isn't a good idea. Here are some that might sound familiar to you. It's too late to start now. I'm too busy to start now. I have to do the laundry, clean the kitchen first. I don't have time to do the whole thing now, so I'll wait until I do. I'll miss out on the fun that's happening now. I'll do it later. I'll wait until I'm feeling more inspired before I get started. In order to go ahead and start taking action, first we have to create a fresh mindset around the things that you're used to procrastinating on. And we can do this by converting some of our unhelpful thoughts into more helpful ones. Listen to this example. Thought. I have to write an essay for school, but I'm too tired to do it now. From this, we can we draw an unhelpful conclusion. I'll rest now and make a start when I feel less tired. When you catch yourself choosing to put off task, try to analyze your real reason for not doing it based on your answers from the why section of this podcast. Then think of a new thought you could choose around the task and how you feel about it. For example, I'm quite tired and the essay will seem like a challenge. It might not be my best work, but I will definitely feel better if I make a start. I have done things when I've been tired before and it turned out fine. If I delay this essay further, it will lead to more stress later on and I'll feel worse about it tomorrow. Perhaps I could work on the essay for 20 minutes. And the new thought is, I have to write an essay for school and I feel slightly tired. They are mutually exclusive statements. They have nothing to do with each other. Therefore, you can make a start on the essay and rest when you've given it some thought and effort. Practice forming these new thoughts as often as you can. This will be challenging at first, but the more often you catch yourself in your procrastination, the easier it will be to overcome it. Strategy number two is all about creating habits and rituals. And I have a whole other episode all about habits and rituals. It's episode number one. So go and listen to that too. It'll be really helpful for you. So sticking with the one focus that you wrote down before, start to think of what habits or rituals would serve this goal. Remember, we're all about focusing on 1% growth or improvement over a longer period of time. We're not about quick fixes and this is the fastest way to make progress on your goals. Ask yourself this question. What is one thing I can do this week or this month that will make this goal feel less far away? This can be as small as an Instagram post or as big as hiring a coach. What is an action you can do to get closer to your goals? Question two, what one new habit will you take up that will get you closer to your goals? Start with just one habit. A small one that takes less than 20 to 30 minutes works best. For example, a meditation, a daily walk, a daily post on Instagram, starting a writing practice, just 20 minutes a day. And then ask yourself, how are you going to make this habit a non-negotiable? Think of something you do daily without even thinking about it, like brushing your teeth or walking your dog. How can you make this habit as automatic as this? And the key here is to make it part of your identity. How can you become the type of person who 
does this habit every day. And it doesn't have to be a daily thing. It can be a weekly thing, but try to commit to making it an absolute non-negotiable. I hope these journaling exercises have helped you become clearer on how to notice and change your procrastination habits. Now that you're more aware of what is getting in your way, you can start to reshape some thoughts around your procrastination and make better decisions about how you use your time and energy. And here are some bonus thoughts that will serve you in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Reminder number one, resting without guilt is productive. Reminder number two, time management is energy management. Reminder number three, don't strive for productivity for the sake of it. Keep your why in mind. I believe in you. Now go and crush those goals and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star rating and a review. And if you want to feel even more inspired, then you can go ahead and follow me over on Instagram at Sarah Manifest Action. Catch you in the next episode.